everybody. Uh, my name is Pastor Matt. We have Pastor Eli and Pastor Charlie here, and uh, we just want to talk to you a little bit about life journaling and Bible verses and, and how the Lord speaks to us. So Pastor Eli is going to talk about a verse that Pastor Charlie has been using throughout this year. So each year, Pastor Charlie kind of gets a verse or a word or phrase, a concept out of Scripture, kind of guiding us in the church and the congregation, and it always themes through his messages. You can always kind of hear it there. We did some videos on the theme for this year, which came out of Psalm 27. It was uh, seeing the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And so, Pastor Charlie, what we wanted to do was just kind of ask you, what does it look like for you to develop that muscle of reading scripture and kind of coming up with a scripture that uh, defines your year, and how could we help people apply that at home? People who are in our congregation, we want you guys to be capable and able to also be digging into the word like this. And so, we thought, who better to ask but Pastor Charlie? So, Charlie, would you break down some of that for us? Sure, and Happy New Year. And so, I'm, I, would, I am very excited uh, that maybe we could start this a rhythm uh, as a church to where individuals and families and, and couples could grab a verse and find a verse that just guides them through the year. And so, this actually started uh, for me it came out of life journaling. So we've been life journaling for about 13 years here as a church. And if you're not familiar with life journaling, it's just a systematic way uh, to read through the Bible in the year. So you read through the Old Testament once, the New Testament twice. And, and then we use SOAP, uh, Scripture, Observation, Application, and then, and then Prayer. And so it's, it takes about 20 minutes a day. And so you, you grab a Scripture that speaks to you, and you'll, you'll, you'll journal that. And then you make an observation just real quickly about it. And then an application, how does it apply to, to you that day? And so you're really asking the question and answering, uh, what did God have to say to me that day? Or what is God saying to me this day? And then how can I apply it in my day? And so, um, so a, a journal uh, is just a, a collection of, of thoughts. And so you don't have to be a good writer to journal or anything like that. It's just it's just writing about your day, and so there's a lot of things that I, I put in, in my that I put in my my journal as far as thoughts or insights that God has given me. Sometimes it's some big milestones that I'm walking through. Uh, sometimes I'm talking about if I'm you know happy, sad, glad, carrying some stress or some of those other things. And so at the end of the year, uh, to answer your question, to to get a verse uh, for the year that guides you. It really came out of some frustration in my life that I was like a lot of people. I would I would like grab a, uh, a do a resolution, and I'd break that resolution by like January, by February, March. I couldn't even remember what the resolution was, and so it was really just kind of wasted effort. And so I started thinking, what would happen if I could grab a verse that God is speaking to me, and then allow that verse to guide me throughout the year. And so I, I can remember every verse uh, through the years that God has given me, and I've used it to, to guide not only my life, our family, but, but the church as well. And so as Pastor Eli already said, uh, I would, this last year, it was, uh, I, will, I am certain that I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And it caused me this last year to have that verse in front of me and to, 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 to show, show gratitude to call out the things that God was doing, to notice the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And it really shaped me this last year. And so one of the things that I do, and then, then maybe you, you have some more questions, uh, but one of the things that I do in November, December, is I go back through and I start reading through my journal. And so it's really short. And so 
you know, a journal may be uh, a, just a page entry as far as here's my scripture, here's my observation, and then here's, here's some thoughts, here's some applications, and then here, here's a prayer. And so I start going through my journal through the year, and I start grabbing key, key themes, uh, key verses, and it's amazing to where a uh, couple of things. One, it's amazing to how, many, how, how quickly we forget what God's done the last year and maybe some insights that God has given us. And the second thing is, it's amazing to me the, just to notice the, the, the themes or the threads that you can grab through your, your, your personal time with the Lord. And so I, I um, separate out my personal time in two, two ways, um, interaction and intercession. So interaction would be a conversation between me and the Lord. And, and I, use, I use his word as a guide for that. And so I interact with Scripture, and I interact with Him. And then the second one was intercession, to where, uh, to where you take that prayer, you pray for yourself, you pray for your family, you pray for your ministry, you pray for things that are going on, some of your friends, your relatives, and, and whatever. And so I come out with a, with a verse as I, as I start working through my journal, and I'll probably read it three or four times through November, December uh, just skimming through there, highlighting some words, circling some words. Uh, I may would turn to the back of my journal, and then I just start writing key thoughts or key words that God's given me that year. And then that's how my verse for the next year comes, because here's what I've learned with the Lord, is a lot of times uh, your past and your past relationship with the Lord, some of the things the Lord has taken you through, is the greatest predictor of what he's going to do in the future. And so my verse will come out of that. And I can talk about my verse for, for 2023, but I think it would be awesome that if, if we as, as families and couples uh, could come up with a verse for the year that's going to like guide them and guide their family much like we've done as a church. Awesome. Yeah, that's really good stuff. I hope you're taking notes on this at home. I'm taking notes right here. Uh, but I, I have another question, and maybe you could give a little bit of light on this for us. Obviously, I, I'm, I'm in the youth ministry, and so I work with students a lot, and students don't have the benefit of having read through the Bible 13 times in 13 years or whatever through life journaling. So is there any advice that you would give to kind of a fresh or a new Bible reader who's kind of uh, new to Old Testament and New Testament and, and trying to maybe read through for the first time, and, and maybe they're coming to that right here at the end of the year, how, what guidance maybe would you give that type of Bible reader who's very new uh, to the process? Yeah, so that's a great question. And here, here's what I would tell you, that if, like, if, you've, never, if you've never read, read through the, the Bible, um, the Old Testament can be a, a little bit intimidating, and it can be a little confusing. Very at, confusing. Yeah, very, <laughs> very at confusing. times. And so, so a couple of things is when you, when you read through the Scripture, don't focus on the things you don't understand. Focus on the things you do understand. And that's a, that's a really great start. The other thing is this, I would tell you, that you know what, if you're new and the Old Testament is overwhelming and kind of confusing to you, then you know what, just stick with the New Testament. Say, you know what, this year in life journaling, here's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to grab the New Testament verses. I'm going to walk through the New Testament verses. Um, and if you would like to start kind of reading some Old Testament, then, then just read the New Testament verses and then take the Proverbs of the day. So if it's, if it's the first day or second day of the month, then read the New Testament verses that are in life journaling and then grab Proverbs and read, read that chapter in Proverbs and put those two together. But I think that's a great way to start. Awesome. That's so helpful. Matt, did you have any questions? 
I don't have any questions. I would just say if you are new to reading the Bible, um, just ask. Uh, that is what your ministry leaders are there for. That is what your pastors are there for. Uh, we want to help you and be, re and be resources to you to, to get you understanding of what the Word of God is trying to say. Uh, one of the largest chasms that we have between us and the Bible is, is culture and time. And so we need to be able to understand that. And so as we look into God's word, uh, he is going to reveal his truth. He's going to reveal um, just what he wants you to know. But then as you go into study, ask. Uh, feel free to come to up to us and just, uh, or anybody who is a ministry leader, and just say, hey, I'm, I'm actually having a, tr a tough time with this. Can you help me through it? And I think that's one of the ways that I've been able to grow as uh, an individual is I wasn't afraid to ask. And so please just ask. I, I would agree with that, uh, is ask for help and, and come to us. We want to be resources, but we've also developed some resources. Matt, do you want to hold up that life journal? Yeah, so we, uh, earlier in the summertime, we came up with our life journal, and so there is a group that actually does what they call life journal, and so we've, uh, we've added to it uh, based upon Pastor Charlie's notes and how he does his journal. We have a time for reflection at the end of the day. There is soap inside of this, so scripture, observation, application, prayer. Um, but also we have calendars that we can celebrate together. Right now we're in Advent, and or we just finished Advent. And so we just, uh, you know, we prayed through it, and we were in preparation for what the birth of Jesus Christ meant for us. And so um, if you don't have one, come into the foyer. They're like $7 or so. Pick one up. We want you to be in God's Word, and we want to do it together. Absolutely. I, I love what you said about doing it together. That, that's something that is so beautiful about how the Spirit works. When we're all reading Scripture together, we're being led by the Spirit in the same places, in the same ways, uh, and it, it, it really links our church together. Uh, have, how have you seen that in our church over the last few years? Because you said we started life journaling as a church maybe 13, 14 years ago, something like that. How has that, do you think, kind of affected and changed our congregation, Pastor Charlie? Yeah, I think one of the ways it's, it's just brought unity. Uh, to, we're all on the same reading plan. And I know some people have other plans that they, that they use alongside of life journaling, and I get that, I understand that, and that's fine. Uh, but it's really interesting to me uh, that it brings unity. Actually, it's brought unity to our staff. Uh, so every, every Tuesday, we've just started this rhythm, which I really love. Me too. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, very good. And so, but every Tuesday at 9 o'clock, we meet together as a staff, and we actually life journal together. And so now we'll, we'll take a chapter and we'll read through it together and then we'll pick our verse, we'll make an observation, we'll make an application. And it's, it's, it's brought unity uh, to our staff. And the same that you can do with a family or same that you can do in a marriage, that it just brings, it brings unity. So it's brought unity because uh, it's interesting to me that when I'm in, like we've, we've done mission trips to Africa um, and we've life journaled there. And it brought unity to that to that team that we're all we're all reading the same scripture and and it's interesting to see people's eyes sometimes light up when someone says, "Hey, you know what? In life journaling, I, I this was my verse," and then you look at someone else says, "You know what? That was my verse too." I mean, God spoke to me in that verse, and so that's what I like about it. Yeah, we had that in the staff meeting the other day when we were walking through life journaling. The three or four people were kind of saying, "Oh, well, that that verse spoke to me," and it was even just a little bit different, you know, and it was contextualized to the personal journey of whoever was talking about it. So that was, that was really cool to see. It absolutely has brought you in unity, I'd agree. Thanks so much, Charlie, for breaking down some more of that for us. Uh, I think Matt has one more question for us in our session today. Yeah, I think the question that I 
have on the top of my mind is, what is the verse that you have or the Lord has led you to uh, for the new year? Yeah, I think for, for me, after going through my, my journal and, and reviewing this last year, and then, and then also with some of the conversations that I've had with, with people in our church or staff, and what we've walked through as a country, what we've walked through as a church this last year, I just, I just realized just my, my deep need, not only for the Word, but my deep need for, for, for Jesus, for Him. And so my life journal verse comes out of Matthew 11, uh, uh, verse 28. And it just simply says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. And later on he says, And I'll give you rest for your souls, which is the, the deepest form of rest that we need. And I'm going to use that verse to, to focus our church, to focus my life, our staff, as we just remember that, you know what, just the simplicity, just come to me, and I will give you rest, and I'm going to give you rest for your, for your, for your, your souls. And I, I had this thought is, wouldn't it be awesome that when we invite people to our church, it's not come, hear our preacher, it's come, God is here, that he will give you rest, he will give you rest for your souls and maybe entering into a time of just simplicity, of bringing people to him, bringing people into his presence, so that as people walk out of here, they know that they, they found rest, and they found rest for their souls. That's what, that's what I need. I mean, that's, that's what I need. And I think if I need that, I'm probably not the only one. And so we look forward to 2023 uh, as a church family, as we just come and we bring people to him into his presence and then allow him to give them rest, rest for their, their souls. I love that. In, in a time of unrest, we definitely need God's uh, presence in our life to give us rest. So thank you. Would you pray for us as we head into the new year? And uh, yeah, would you pray? Yes, let's pray together. Father, we thank you for today. Lord, we thank you for your love. We thank you for your grace. And so, Father, we thank you that you have been faithful this year, and we look forward to your faithfulness this next, next year. And Lord, may you, just, may you just give us rest. May you give us rest for our, our souls. Father, would people be able to come into your presence and be encouraged and be refreshed as we walk together this year, for we ask these things in Jesus' name, amen. From all of us at Fellowship of the Rockies, Happy, Happy New Year! New Year!